0: Hey, y'all. Welcome to the Silver Spoon podcast. I'm your host, Kennedy Alsop. Just a note about today's episode. It was recorded during the very early stages of putting together this podcast. So please excuse the background noise and enjoy this gem of an episode. Talking a little bit about travel and self-care, so we have this Elvira the song here. Elvira is a good friend of mine who I think has a pretty deep and introspective take on travel. And travel, <laughs> I think travel is really important. Um, in terms of getting to go out and experience ourselves in new and different environments. I think it can teach us a lot about ourselves, so I'm excited to have Elvira here today to tell us a little bit about her experience, maybe give us a few trips and tic- or tips and tricks, um, but also maybe allow us to connect with travel a little bit more so in a way that, we haven't maybe in the past so welcome Elvira
1: thank you for having me Ken that's so sweet what a wonderful introduction oh. thank you very much <laughs> thank you all
0: right so before we dive in I have kind of like a icebreaker-ish question for okay. you which is if you could describe the best place that or your favorite place that you've traveled mm-hmm. so far but don't tell us the name of it I want you to describe it for us and see if we're maybe able to guess.
1: Okay. It's usually a bit. That's a hard one for me. Okay. Does it have to be? It doesn't matter if it's like local or, na- or national versus international. Yeah. Nope. Doesn't matter doesn't at matter. all. Anywhere. Anywhere in the world. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Let's see how well you know. This. Okay. Okay. Um. Okay. This place has a lot of mountains. Okay. It's very green. Um, A lot of water, a lot of interestingly named um, islands, so I feel like if I say this you will know the answer, Mm -hmm. but maybe I'll say it anyway to make it easy. Okay. I personally think that JK Rowling got inspiration Uh, for the names of certain things from this place. Okay. It's so beautiful, Um, kind of a very peaceful place to live. Mm -hmm. The headquarters for a lot of organizations that you probably are very familiar with okay oh
0: gosh all right okay paragliding so, from the mountains there
1: would be a dream the, okay. My okay all
0: right so wait have you been to this place before i have okay is it switzerland it is okay day. all right what okay. gave it away was it the harry potter i was thinking okay so i was thinking mountains i think Okay. And then peaceful you said peaceful place Very to live. Peaceful. So I was thinking you know, new you know, I don't know, Switzerland, Switzerland. neutral. Yep,
1: that's You're absolutely okay. correct. That oh. It's the capital of like the UN, so a lot of organizations yeah. that you would be aware of.
0: Okay. I okay.
1: love Switzerland. Okay. So beautiful and yeah. Like Interlaken, Lauterbrunnen, those are all Grindelwald oh, is an island.
0: Oh, <laughs> okay. That's cool. Okay, didn't know that for her father. That's pretty dope. That's awesome. Okay, so we got the we've got this icebreaker question. We got Switzerland. So let's dive on into these questions yeah. here a little bit. So what does travel mean to you? Do you you know you have a special connection with it? What is, you know, what got you what got the interest in travel for you to the beginning? Okay.
1: No, that's a very good question. Yeah. And I feel like for me, um, travel's a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Um, it's easy to... Travel's freedom for me. It's very liberating. Um, I think that, especially because I mostly do solo, it gives you a chance to to be with yourself okay. more than you are. Like, to be with yourself away from the people who are not. Yeah. And I feel like... A lot of us are different people with our families, we're different people with our friends. Ooh. But when you're traveling, you're you, right? Yeah. So you, I think it, gets, it gives you a chance to just be you Yeah. Um, outside of the things that make you you when you're home. And yeah. I think that's a really good thing. I love that. Yeah. Um, and for me, travel is very, it's intimate. I feel this though, I look at the world a Global Village always well, we said that if I wasn't experiencing life from another person's perspective then I wasn't really getting my full life experience mm-hmm. and I always make fun and there's a quote I like that says mm-hmm. if I was meant to be in one place I would have very snappy mm-hmm. um, so I use that a lot like I'm not a tree <laughs> I need to go see places so yeah. travel for me has been a way to you know exp- to have a human experience outside of my own even if I don't support something, but to understand why a person would choose to live that way or yeah. believe in that thing without necessarily internalizing it for myself, but just being able to see mm-hmm. how different someone's life is from my own, I, th- I think has been a really good way for me to, to, to experience my life. Travel has yeah. given me that, avenue, you know?
0: Yeah. yeah, I
1: love that. I love that. That's a
0: that's a great connection, um, 100%. So, like, would you say then, so I guess, jumping back to the question that I was going to ask was, you know, your most unique experience, has it been Switzerland? Or you say there's something else out there that maybe you know, you said you get a chance to be with yourself, so has there been a particular yeah. trip that stands out where you felt like you really learned something new or sure. it really you know solidified something you already knew about yourself? I
1: think probably Hawaii. Hawaii. Um, I went last year yeah. for my birthday. I also travel for my birthday. Yeah, it's lovely. Um, and I spent a week was solo trip again by myself. Solo travel has become my preferred way of travel. Mm-mm. Don't get me wrong; I recognize that there are a lot of things in life that are more fun with friends, and more fun with people that you love. Yeah. But I don't know. I'm I I think travel has also given me the chance to recognize the difference between being alone, and, being alone and feeling lonely. Mm. And okay. I love that after spending so much time with myself and traveling. I know that distinction, right? And mm. when you're so comfortable with who you are as a person you know, and the things that you love, um, it makes it a lot easier. So because of that, travel, solo travel has become my default travel. You know, with a few exceptions, we're all invite friends, but I live by this policy. Whether you're coming or not, I'm going. Yes. Right? That's how <laughs> I experienced my life. Yes. Um, but I'll say Hawaii because I was definitely fully alone mm-hmm. um, in Hawaii. And I got a chance to reconnect with Locals. I mostly ate out at of food trucks. I think I probably only visited a restaurant maybe twice in my stay. The entire time I was on the island, um, and I used Airbnb experiences a lot to connect with locals. Um, so I really felt like I get to, I got to spend time on the island with island people. No. Um, understood the island perspective on things, and it also showed. It really showed me how capable I was. So I think that's something else that you don't get to experience when you travel with people because mm-hmm. there's a sense of, you know, figuring it out together. Yeah. Versus when you're traveling alone, it's literally up to you, right?
0: Yeah.
1: Um, so just being able to figure out, okay, what fake name did I want to give to someone else if I was alone? What story that did I want to tell <laughs> as to why I was alone, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, I think travel, re- especially for me being a woman, I think um, travel has taught me how capable I am, how I'm able to adapt to my environment, um, and just figure things out as I go.
0: Okay, I love that. I love that. So you said you mostly ate from food trucks. So what was what was your favorite food truck while you were
1: there? Um, there's this place called um, Island Jerk, mm-hmm. and it was actually a, co- a combination of Caribbean food and traditional Hawaiian food. Yes. I don't know what was in that sauce, but it was good. <laughs> And I ate it almost every day because yes. it was right outside of my Airbnb okay. and he was open late too so every time I, if I was coming back from an experience or just hanging out you know, on the island and I was hungry late at night, Yeah. I knew that that, that was a place I could go to, it was reasonably priced, mm-hmm. but I felt like it gave me a chance to taste the island rather than, I don't know, ordering a steak at some restaurant, you know, that really, didn't really give me a Hawaiian experience. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. So Island Jerk if you ever on Oahu, All right. um not far from the Surf Jack Hotel, there is a food truck called Island Jerk. Island Jerk, y'all,
0: make sure you check it out. It's amazing. That sounds good. Okay. All right. So yeah, definitely on your next trip to Hawaii. On my next trip to Hawaii. <laughs> that sounds like a <laughs> that sounds like a good one. Um, so you you mentioned that like, you know, you kind of you enjoy solo travel, so that's like you know you kind of got to figure things out on your own. Yeah. Even like the you know fake name that you're telling people <laughs> and things like that. So um, you has there been an experience that you've had where you felt like you know it was a it was a fearful experience, an unsure experience um, while you were traveling, and you know yeah, tell us a little bit about that.
1: If, it's a good question. Um. I think I've been lucky hmm. that I don't think I've had those experiences like that. I mean, when I was in the Dominican Republic back in 2019, mm-hmm. it was a little uncomfortable. I'm black. I'm sure you guys can tell. Can <laughs> <laughs> tell. I'm black. Um, and I remember just like a lot of Europeans uh, vacationing in Dominican Republic would ask to take pictures um, with me, mm. or, uh, of me. I actually remember this woman so clearly asking to take if she could take a picture with me with her husband, and I was like, this, this is just very strange, right? Um, so I think maybe like just that feeling of being ogled like a piece of something on a, on an exhibition yeah. was one of those like uncomfortable feelings that I had, and I'm sure it's you know it's because I wasn't when I went to DR. This is back in 2019. I wasn't traveling um, the way that I do now. Um, I was at a resort, so I'm pretty sure that's not the local experience from right. Dominicans. Right, right. So that that experience is a little uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, but other than that, I, I'd say I've been pretty lucky. Um, I haven't really had any any big, like, you know, impactful experiences that made me think negatively of travel. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that they exist, and I'm sure that people have had them. But mm. I've been lucky in the fact that I haven't. When um, I was in Hawaii last year. I was taking pictures of myself with my tripod on the beach. I love it. <laughs> and I noticed that this guy was like lingering, you know, sitting, watching, oh, okay. taking pictures of himself, right? Yeah. And then eventually, he goes, come over here, type of thing. And I was like, why don't you come over here? <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. Right? right. <laughs> and we
1: eventually have, end up having a conversation where he's like, you know, yeah, like, why are you alone, type of thing. And I'm like, oh, my girls are, very are late risers, they're asleep. Yeah. I just wanted to pick, you know, I wanted to come out to the beach early." So I'll often use that story because I think it's so believable. I'll say that my girls are either, they sleep late so they're not, you know, yeah. they're not early risers. Okay, that's a tip, y'all. If it's later at night, <laughs> I'll say that they're taking a nap. We had excursions in the morning and they're tired and I wanted to grab some food or something so that's why I'm out by myself. Okay. I feel like it's believable because if you go with a lie, that's like a partner... It's like why would your man let you be out here in the truth by yourself? Right? That's true. It's not it's not really believable. Yeah, that's bad. That's true. So I try to stick with something that I don't I, I think it's not too far fetched from the truth that way. I can always remember it. It feels organic. But yeah, I've been lucky. I don't think I've had any any terrible experiences with travel and yeah. that. Yeah,
0: no, that's good. That's good. I love you to continue to keep a keep to have an open
1: having an open mind
0: because yeah. yeah, that's true. You can experience so many things, and I mean, you shouldn't shouldn't go into experiences and things like that being fearful and stuff. So I, yeah, that's good. I'm glad that everything has. Has worked out and that's a tip y'all to make sure you have your stories together for if you ever solo traveling. Yeah, you got you you got, got your got your small details, got your little lies ready to go so that you know, you
1: you can get yourself out of any uh, dicey situations. And I hate living in a world where I have to lie. Yeah. Right? But mm-hmm. it's the reality of what it is, traveling, especially as a woman. Yeah. By yourself. So no, that's it is what it is. Yeah, no, that's very true. So
0: you say you primarily solo travel. So would you say that's your preferred method of travel with solo? Do you like to do groups? Solo travel yeah. is
1: my preferred method of travel, without uh-huh. a doubt. Uh-huh. Um, I will enjoy group trips with specific okay. friends. let so say not all friends are travel friends. <laughs> not all friends are travel <laughs> if, friends. If that ain't the truth. <laughs> that ain't the truth. So if I'm traveling on a group trip with my travel friends, I think I'm fine. Okay. Um. But I think that also, with solo with travel, I dictate my own schedule. Mm-hmm. I'm a very adaptable person. And I think when you're on a group trip, you have to be able to sort of, you know, you take some and you give some to be able to accommodate for everybody who's on that trip, mm-hmm. whether that's like personality-wise and also what they want to do. If they're more, you know, I want to rest, full vacation, just sip yeah. my ties on the beach kind of vacation or yeah. I'm like, I want to go horseback riding. I want to go soup riding. You have right. to find a balance as yeah, a group. For sure. You're a group trip. Whereas when I'm alone, I could have an experience booked and I would cancel and I'm fine, right? Because yeah. it's just me. Yeah. So that autonomy over my own schedule is something that I really appreciate once we're traveling. Mm-hmm. Um... And then I also like that, just the perspective you get from being by yourself, like I mentioned, is something that's very different. You get time away from people that normally know you, and I think you just get to be present with yourself. I think too many people in our generation don't spend time enough with themselves. Yeah.
0: Um, no, and so I, I think I that
1: solo travel is my preferred way in that way. Mm-hmm. I also think I travel a little differently. I'm the person who wakes up at 5 a.m. on vacation to go do something random. Mm. Um, being able to sync my schedule to like friends who are probably not going to wake up at 5 a.m. is something that, you That's know. True. <laughs> so solo travel is my preferred way of travel. However, I recognize that there are experiences that are more fun with other people, right? Mm. It's like, Going to a concert is more fun with a friend rather than me alone. Right? That's a good example. Yeah. Um, but I think the reason why I, you know, I, I love solo travel is because I choose not to wait for my life. I don't ever want to wait for my life. I don't want to settle for my life. I'm not waiting for life to happen to me. I want to choose my life every single day. Yeah. And I think solo travel, soul travel is going to with me do that. I love that. Yeah.
0: That's so true. That's so true. You got you dictate it all. Yeah. Like you're the decision maker. So that's for true. sure. I love that. I Love that. It's all about. Having choice and I, yeah, I don't know, I guess especially like with like, you know, how life is set up. We don't really get to choose what we get to do in our day very often with, you know, of course having to work and, you know, having responsibilities as an adult yeah. and so vacation is really that time where you're like, Yeah, if I wanna wake up at five AM I could do that. Do that. <laughs> if I wanna sleep until noon, I'm gonna do that too. Yeah. Like you really have the autonomy to choose exactly what it is that you're doing in the day. I've I vibe with that. I've like, I try to be a morning person, generally. But on vacation, I'm definitely a morning person. Because yeah. even if I like just want to be awake to lay in bed, I just want to do that and be a I feel like you also
1: get more time it. in your day. Like, yeah. I'll often land somewhere new in the morning. Well, not only for the safety of having daylight to make sure I find where I'm going right yeah. properly, true, but also just because I want to have my whole day that day. I don't want mm. travel to take oh. up the day, and I feel like I've missed yeah. a day. Yeah, So I'm very much a six a.m. flight person when it comes to going somewhere yes. new, right. so I can be there by noon. You exactly, know?
0: <laughs> exactly. So you can get the ha- you can have as much time with as the much experience. time as possible. Awesome. Yeah. I feel that. Yeah. I feel, that. Yeah. I feel that. So how would you say like you kind of. um you got to, you know, you like to dictate your schedule, but how do you, how would you like plan a trip? Mm-hmm. Are you a go with the flow? Do you have things that you want to do already booked? Sort of, what does that look like?
1: That's a good question. Um, I think that there are multiple ways that I go about planning my trips. Either it's, I get obsessed about a lot of places, like randomly, right? Mm-hmm. I'll have weeks where. I'm just obsessed about some country. Mm-hmm. I'll be posting about it, right? Reposting all these videos from there. I just think it's so beautiful. And in my mind, I'm like learning all these crazy things about it. Like for a while, I was obsessed with this place called Tuvalu. It's an island off the coast there. Well, I don't know if it's off the coast, but it's somewhere in the southern ocean by like past Fiji and stuff. It's actually projected to be one of the first places to sink um, when sea levels rise. Wow. And for a while, I was obsessed with Tuvalu, right? I just wanted to go to Tuvalu. For, for such a long time, I don't right, know why. Can. Yeah, what? That's cool. Um, so it just depends. I think that as I go through my life, because a lot of my like social media is curated around travel. It's like I see a lot of views from different places. So where I want to go can come from just seeing something that oh I want to experience that someday. And I have a very very vivid like list on my phone when it comes to my notes. Yeah. I have a note for every single place I want to go to. So like mm. Ireland must goes. New York must go. Like love Scotland that. must go. And I keep all of these. I want two hundred notes in my phone. Yes. So usually, depending on how when the year comes or when I like uh, this year, for example, I had flexibility with both when I wanted to do stuff mm-hmm. and where I wanted to go to. Mm-hmm. When you have both of those things on your side, it makes it a lot easier to put where you're going. So I'll usually start somewhere on like Google Maps uh, mm-hmm. or Google Slides. Yeah. And I'll just put. Departing from the Washington, D.C. area to anywhere in the world for one week in the next six months. <laughs> so oh, I'll do hard. those parameters on Google Flights mm-hmm. and just see what the prices are looking like, what's available out there. Yeah. Um, and then pick a flight or pick a destination that way. So I actually did that this year with, with Portugal. Hey, I, I love found that. a 205 dollar flight to London okay. in August oh. with a nine hour layover in Lisbon and I was Ooh. like Why well, am I going to be nine hour layover in Lisbon just stop in Lisbon and I know people have mixed feelings about this right? they say airline, airlines like hike up prices depending on people like do that a lot uh-huh. but I'm stopping in Lisbon I'm not actually going to London
0: oh okay <laughs> oh, I'm, starting saying, like, I'm starting my trip
1: I'm starting my trip in Lisbon like, instead of that. waiting there for nine hours I'll All just start in Lisbon right <laughs> okay. <laughs> so mm-hmm. being that I had the flexibility of like time and where to go mm-hmm. and just being able to plug it into Google Maps mm-hmm. or, or like Google Flights and see where I wanted to go I was able to just you know pick a location from there yeah. um, and after I have a location I usually use a combination of Airbnb experiences if you don't know about Airbnb experiences you need to get with the program because they are my favorite way to experience a anywhere that I'm going because I really do feel like I get to spend time with locals right it's it's usually a local either showing you something, doing yeah. something with you, hosting something for you. Um, and I just think that it really does give you a sense of the place you're going to because you're experiencing it from the perspective of the person who called you home. Yeah. So I usually use Urban Be Experience and Get Your Guide to... Get Your Guide map. if you guys don't know, um, to kind of gauge what it is I want to do. I'm a loose planner. I don't do, like down to the hour I'm not that person <laughs> um, I like to have an idea of what I'll do for a day but I like to leave room for spontaneity room to get lost so there'll be plenty of days where I might just be like let's let's go see what's out there and I just get up and walk and go so I feel like I'm not a very strict like on the clock planner okay I have something booked so I have an idea what I'm gonna do while I'm there what I want to eat like you know, if a country has like a national like famous food or something, I'm like I going to try that while I'm here. Of course, but I'm not gonna be like if something falls up, falls through. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna lose my mind because I can't make it to you know to something. And I don't like to pack my schedule. Yeah, because if you pack your schedule, you run a chance of running late for something that ruins your mood. Mm-hmm. So if I'm gonna do two experiences in a day, I usually book one in the morning and one in the evening. They're far apart from each other. Yeah. And I have a chance to, I don't know, take a nap. Whatever the case may be, right? Yeah. prefer um, making it out there. So that's kind of my process. Okay. And how I book trips and stuff. Yeah.
0: Where are you excited about going to next in your in your travels? Is there a particular trip that you've been like holding on to that you want to go on? Or something that, you know,
1: yeah. So this year is actually... I feel like this year is probably similar to my most traveled year, which is 2019. I went everywhere. My sister actually said when COVID started, she's like, thank God, you're going to stay home for a little while. That That was one of her reactions to me. So 2019 was a very busy year for me. So I feel like this year mimics that a little bit, so I've never been on a cruise. Um, and so this year I wrote out my travel list for this year last year Mm -hmm. I feel like if you're gonna prepare for something you need to do it ahead of time so Mm -hmm. I don't write my travel list for this year this year to me that's like Mm -hmm. you know yeah so I wrote out my travel list for this year last year with a couple of things I wanted to get done this year Mm -hmm. and on on that one of them was to be able to go on a cruise I've never been Mm -hmm. so I'm actually going on a cruise uh, Mm -hmm. in I think about a week I might be exactly a week from today. Hey, nice. Um, for the first some. time, so I'm excited about that. Um, other than that, uh, I'm planning on being in Europe a little later in the year, maybe August, September. I've wanted to go to Ireland since I was, I don't know, seventeen, it's like 2014. Um, it just always seemed so green, and and like the cliffs of Moher are fascinating. You yeah. know, and I I love nature a lot. Oh yeah. So yeah. like no matter the season, Ireland always just seems so green. I'm I always wanted to visit. So. My goal is that this is the year that I get to do that. So that's something that I'm looking forward to.
0: Yeah, that'll be great. That'll be cool. Yeah, Ireland will be a really neat experience. Oh, and now I remember what the question was. Go. Okay. So right. So it was. It was about food. So like, you know, you said you'll try a national dish. Are you somebody who's like a, I'll try anything once, or, you know, like, are you, are you experimental
1: when you go on trips? I am. So I do. I, I really do try not to knock things until I've tried them. Okay. Like I'm not big on seafood, for example, but it's mm-hmm. not because I've never tried seafood. Mm-hmm. Trust me, I've had it, and I'm like, it's a smell or it's a texture thing. Yeah. But if I traveled to somewhere where the delicacy was like an octopus, I would try it, right. even though I know okay. that I, you know, I don't like seafood in general. Right. Um, I do. I really do try to experience something first before saying, you know what, that's not for me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I try. I really do. Okay. That's
0: <laughs> good. I feel that. That's good. Yeah, I'll, I'll try. I feel like I'll try anything I want to Like, actually, on a cruise, the first time I ever tried escargot. So I was like, oh, like, you know, you get like a food package, it's all you can eat. So I was like, I guess if I really don't like it, at least it's not like I spent money on right. something that I don't like. But now that's like one of my favorite favorite things. I love me some escargot. I mean, it's basically just butter and garlic so, so this I is can't made the French way now. yeah mm-hmm. no. in a little like dish and so it's like little like six of them which is not enough in my opinion but so I'm the opposite okay. I love snails
1: okay. made the African way.
0: Oh okay tell
1: us a little but bit but not escargot the way that the French make it.
0: Okay so what's what's the African <laughs> okay. way?
1: So when you when you eat the French way you usually have it still in the shell right and then uh-huh. you're like it's almost like oysters. Okay. okay yeah so we take it completely out of the shell uh-huh. and then and maybe maybe the difference is that we're eating land snails and escargot oh, might not be. Oh, like a sea snail. Okay. I'm so, really about that. so we completely take it out of the shell. Okay. And we uh, use there's a there's multiple you use salt to make sure you pull all the slime out of the uh, sal uh glands or the glands. Uh huh. So that it just pulls like all the like slime out of it. Yeah. And so, then we also use uh, there are a couple of uh, like a like a stone a stone. It's missing me. What it's called right now? Um, I'm trying to think. It's not kangwa. It might be actually. There are a couple of stones. Like there's a it's like almost like a clay stone almost that we like. It's dug deep from the earth. They sell it in the markets, okay. And it completely removes any slime that's there. Sometimes I'll add like gari, which is made from like a cassava or yuca, depending on where you're from. Ground yuca, and it usually like also absorbs. Um, and so by the time you're done washing and cleaning it, it's completely, like, slime-free. It's just, it just looks like a mushroom, almost tastes, it feels like a mushroom. I, mm. I think that's what texture, texture like, for texture, okay. that's what I would liken it to. Yeah. And then after that, we boil it down until it's a little tender, and then we usually will, like, sauté it and like, onions, tomatoes, and fry it up and a it. Oh. So snail sauce. And then even back home will be street food. They'll like fry it up and put it on a skewer and put it in a bucket and someone like puts it on your head and like walks around (laughs) and sells it. It's the best. Oh my god, it's the best thing ever. So I can't do escargot the way that you can. But this way, this way I'll
0: do. I'm gonna have to try the African way. That sounds good. Okay. Okay, So yeah, so I mean, um, what types of things do do you feel like you're more so I know you like to connect a little bit more with like the locals and you know you enjoy spending your time and being able to dedicate like you know your day to what you want choose to do um, do you find yourself journaling more reading more sort of what types of things make you feel like it's self-care I'm always
1: reading so that okay. is like my default setting even when I'm not on vacation Okay. I'm a huge reader avid reader mm. um, so, so yes I always have a book with me on vacation I feel like Every vacation has a book that pairs along with it.
0: Yeah. So Okay. Oh I but love that. the
1: feeling is different. Like very okay. like certain not every book is meant to be read on every kind of vacation. So I'll usually like determine what book I'm gonna take with me. Mm-hmm. Um and if it's a really long trip and I'm doing multiple spaces then I have my Kindle because nobody has time to be carrying paperbacks and hardcovers yeah. throughout the airport. That's true. But I do I enjoy good. a physical book more than I enjoy reading on on like my Kindle. Mm-hmm. I love feeling the pages, like smelling it. Like hearing it flip, I'm very mm-hmm. much one of those people who will take off the cover of the book so that it doesn't get ruined. Yeah, read the book, then put it back in the cover. Like that's mm-hmm. that's me. Yeah. Um. So yes, reading a lot. Okay. I just feel like it, uh, I don't know. There's there's so much world building when it comes to authors. Like I have such an appreciation for words mm-hmm. that I love words. I love reading. I just think that there's something so special about it. I think of words as like. Like, they can be... They're so malleable, right? They can be either filled with such meaning or completely hollow. Yeah. And that's how I look at them. And I... Mm. So, I love reading when I'm on a trip because I just feel like I'm physically being transported, but I'm also mentally being transported. So, you find something that matches the vibe of what you're physically being transported to. Yeah. It's, like, ethereal.
0: Oh, I love (laughs) Um, that. So, I read a lot.
1: Okay. Um, I'm not... I'm not a very big um, spa girly. Okay. Who goes, like, massaging and stuff. Mm Mm-hmm. I've done that maybe once, um, so that's not really my vibe. But I definitely love to eat. <laughs> I feel like eating is is a love language. It's self care, so I always want to make sure I have something to eat. Um, and then I don't mind just sitting. Like silence for me isn't awkward. So for as long as I have a book, I have some wine or something or a cocktail. Um, you know, on a beach somewhere. Even if it's not a beach, even if it's like a mountain. Like a mountain escape or even if it's raining and I'm by a window watching the rain while reading, I think reading definitely is a really big part of how I take care of myself, whether I'm traveling or not. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Just being able to sit still, you know, and to to let your mind travel and, mm. and and experience different like to see different things mentally. Yeah for me is a really big thing.
0: Yeah, yeah. I feel that. So like do you feel like so you said like it's like how you have like a book that like kind of fits like the vibe of where you're going yeah you feel like you have like a theme like for your trips like when you go like I don't even know I'm not even sure how to describe that it's mm-hmm. like you know like I feel like when I'm going to this place I'm really trying to I don't know like yeah. heal something or I'm trying to get out of my comfort zone by like doing something that I've never tried before like do you feel like you have a theme when you go and travel or is it kind of just like I'm there to experience the place like
1: yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I feel like I'm definitely always there to experience the place and its people. Mm-hmm. I do think that travel has a way to, like, of healing me or resetting me back to, you know, like a good, a good stasis. Yeah. So, um, but for the most part, I think I just travel to experience the world. You know, to, to see things from a perspective that's different from my own. Yeah. that's my main reason for traveling. Okay, I
0: love that. I love that. And so, when you go, do you, you like? I you mentioned earlier that you enjoy sort of, you know, like getting the experience with locals and like being able to connect with them because they make they make the the environment that you're in. Do you feel like you go more so to like socialize like with people or like do you you, do, like, do you like to do like sick to doing the activities by yourself for <laughs> like you know like I don't know are you that person like I have like a friend who like she literally when she goes like it's like she has like a new like best friend that she makes at like every place every that place. she goes um so like would you say you're that type of person or are you like you still like kind of like keeping the experience
1: a bit to yourself and I so. think I'm like that I think I'm similar because mm-hmm. um, I feel like Almost every experience I've had while solo traveling, I've left there connecting with someone else on Instagram or something, Mm-mm. and I still do to this day, like uh, one of my tour guides for a hike I did in Hawaii, was still friends on Instagram, if you're watching this Eric, hi, <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> um, hi Eric. <laughs> and even when I did, um, so like I host an Airbnb experience, and I met with someone about three weeks ago, her name is Michelle, she's from Cali spend a day with her. We follow each other on Instagram now. Yeah, You know, that. so I feel like whenever I go somewhere, um, a big part of it is the people, right? So mm. I love being able to make a, like, I, re- I have this dream of having friends in every time zone one day. Yeah. We're just gonna get a big Skype or Zoom call and we're all just gonna be in different places in the world. <laughs> I love that. That's so cool. Yes. I love that.
0: You're making yeah. friends everywhere. Yeah. Okay. Cause you
1: just never know when, what's gonna come of it when you visit back and you just never know where those relationships will take you so I think it's really important to just you know to make those connections yeah even cool. if they don't mean anything specific right now
0: right yeah you truly never know you gotta always be open to life's poss- possibilities and opportunities that's awesome so you've got the crews coming up and things like that what's something I guess to be my final question for you what's What's something that you, I guess, encourage people to think about a little bit more when they are going on travel to make it a little bit more intentional um, for themselves and the experience that they're having? Uh, I feel like there's definitely intention um, sort of behind even with those go with the flow days. There's definitely intention to the travel and the things that you're doing. So what's something that, you know, you encourage people to think about a little bit you know, to help put that intention in their their trip so that they feel rejuvenated and things when they come
1: back. and Sustainability. Um, okay. Um, and I think that's a really easy answer for me because I used to travel very differently you know, years ago when I yeah. just started traveling. Yeah. But now that, um, and as I've grown over the years, what's become very important for me while traveling is sustainability. Or I guess another word you can say is like responsible traveling, sustainable travel. hmm Essentially, it should be travel that benefits not only the person visiting, but the place that it's visiting and its people.
0: Yeah.
1: Something that's mutually beneficial. right? I'm sure you guys have seen on, um, online um, Hawaiian saying, don't come to Hawai'i, we don't want you here. Yeah. Um, and I had the pleasure of visiting last year and I'd like to think that I left it better or at least didn't leave it worse than yeah. I met it. Yeah. So I think when you're traveling, you should consider where you're going Are you, are you, is your visit benefiting its people, right? Whenever I travel to a place, I try to find out um, local accommodations so that I know that my money is supporting a local. I'm not contributing to a like really bad economy for the people who actually live there. Mm -hmm. Like Hawaii right now is super expensive. Locals can barely afford um, apartments because everything is being turned to an Airbnb or being turned, you know, for vacation rentals. Right. So the people of Hawaii, Suffer yeah. from not having proper housing. Yeah. So I like to see, think that okay, if I'm going to Hawaii, which I absolutely oh. think people should go to Hawaii, that's just me personally. It's too beautiful. Yeah. It's not experience. Just right. don't do it wrong.
0: Yeah, that's true. Be <laughs> respectful, y'all. Just
1: don't do it wrong. Yeah. So I would say that when you're when you're traveling, you should consider staying local. I know that not everybody's an Airbnb person or a hostel person. People love like their hotels and their resorts, mm-hmm. which is fine. So then my next question would be. Ask yourself if that hotel or resort employs local people. Mm. Do they source their food from local farmers? Mm. Right. These are some questions, or I like to call them community-oriented questions, yeah. that you can think about when you're visiting a place. Mm. Um, and even if you book a tour, just ask take a take a moment and ask who's benefiting from this tour. Mm. Right. I always like to use the example of going on a safari in Kenya or something. Yeah. Um, it's often a question of who owns the land that you're treading. Right. Mm. And mm-hmm. it's. Because you want to think about those things. Yeah. And if you're like me and want to go super in-depth, then look up, is the place you're visiting. Do they have a community conservancy? A place that tries to make tourism safe for the people who are in that place or beneficial to the people who are in that place, right? Yeah. Um, So, I don't know. Sustainability is what I would say has been... A really important thing for me lately, and as the travel industry is booming, it has, it has boomed like crazy mm-hmm. over the last couple of years, right. I think that it's easy to lose sight of the fact that there are people who consider the places you're going to, come, and you should treat it the way that you want someone to treat your home. Yeah. And for me, the way to do that is to be sustainable or responsible in my travel
0: yeah that's a word y'all that is a word that's a word that's the perfect place for us to end it right here because that's a word that's so true I've never even like literally this is this is why I like having conversations like this because that's important to to really think about like sure yeah we are so I don't even know nearsighted maybe is the word I guess like like in the sense of like we just see like when we're going for our experience we're thinking of just our experience and not how it necessarily impacts like how us being there and what we leave behind is going to impact the people that are there and yeah that's definitely something that's important to think about so I love that it's an intention for you to leave a place better if you can in some way than or at least when same. you yeah exactly like then you know when you came so that's that's awesome so that's, that's a, yeah that's a word that's that's definitely a word thank you so much elvira for thank being for a guest me. on us with us here today we've definitely learned a little bit more about how we can be more intentional about our travel um as you mentioned the travel industry is booming i feel like yeah post-covid everybody is itching to get everybody. out and explore so definitely keep the things that elvira has mentioned with us today here in mind because I think that'll not even not only help you have a better experience, but also make sure that your experience in a way can maybe touch and benefit someone else. So
1: yeah. really appreciate that. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you us. for having me. It was my absolute pleasure. I love talking about travel, so thank you for giving me the opportunity to share with you a couple of the ways that I travel.
0: Yes, yes, and thank you for sharing <laughs> them with us. We appreciate it. You have definitely left us better than when we came Such a full so moment it. yes I, I love it follow the silver spoon pod on instagram and tiktok to join the conversation slide into the comments and let us know what is your dream vacation destination subscribe and share with a friend so you can both get the spoonful of abundance that you deserve until next time